Hello, and welcome to Bipolar Thoughts. My name is Steven, and I'll be your host. Before we start today's episode, I want to give kind of a trigger warning. Um, Today, I'll be talking about suicide in this episode, so if this is a trigger for you, please do not listen to this episode. Um, That being said, if you are struggling with suicide, please reach out to somebody immediately. You don't have to suffer alone. Okay, so the whole point of this um, is because I recently had kind of a breakdown um, myself. Um, Tuesday was a really rough day for me. Um, I was having some suicidal thoughts. Uh, I just I just want to be completely honest with you all and um, and also show that like this is a real issue um, and it can come out of nowhere. Like um, I was. I had been manic for about a week before, um, but not like a normal manic, which I talked about in a previous episode. Um, I had most of the symptoms, but I think because of all the meds I'm on, it wasn't really as strong as they normally are. I, I don't know, but I know I was hypersexual, talking a lot, I couldn't sleep, which I still have a problem with, um, Felt, but I felt fantastic. Like I felt really productive and like I was getting a lot of shit done. Um, and I was actually, um, and I was, I actually felt for the first time, like in a decent long while, like what I would consider normal, like not everybody can, like, I don't know how to explain that, but like what I consider other people to be as normal is what I, what I, that's how I felt. I felt like other people when they, I felt like normal people. I guess. I don't know how to explain that other than that's how I felt. Um, I, like I said, I started off Tuesday um, feeling manic, um, and I was I was super productive. I got a bunch of shit done. I actually recorded a podcast, another episode, on Tuesday and published it on Tuesday, which should have actually come out on Friday, yesterday, but I was manic, so I fucking couldn't help myself, and I published it anyway. Um, so this is kind of my mac- makeup for that um, for that episode. The episode that comes out um, for the intelligence and uh, and bipolar episode like series um, that'll come out next Friday. Just because I I need to kind of take back and get into like it's already done. I just have to finish it up basically. Um, and I just I, because this week was kind of thrown off. It's just kind of throwing everything off. Um, so next week is when that'll come out. This is just kind of a, I thought that it would be a good idea to, to be honest with you guys and get this off my chest. Um, so yeah, like, like I said, so like I started off feeling kind of manic, um, but I was really productive. Um, and I don't, but I don't know exactly what, at what point in the day it switched. It was like a, it was like a switch was flipped and then like someone else took over. And like, like I said, I can't pinpoint exactly what happened or why I felt this way, but it was like, I just didn't, I felt like I just didn't deserve to be alive anymore, to be honest with you. Like, I felt like I was hurting the people more than, that I loved more than I was making their lives better, you know? And I I have three kids who live with their mother in Texas, so I don't see them except to, you know, see them much except through like FaceTime, um, you know, and, and. I felt like a, like a failure of a father, you know. I see him at least once a year, 
either I go to see them or they, you know, they come stay with me. And I try to stay, you know, help them financially as much as I can so nobody thinks I'm a total piece of shit. Um, but it's just, it's the same, it's just the way that I felt. I just felt like the worst father ever. You know, I felt like I was turning into my biological father, which was, it, that is my worst nightmare, is to become him. You know, God rest his soul, you know, now we didn't have the best relationship, but, you know, I don't want to do what he did. Um, and so, before I knew what was going on, I had I had razor blades in front of me. And my office door was locked, and I had music playing loud enough to not be suspicious, but enough to drown out any kind of, like, like wincing sounds, you know, from from cutting, I guess. Um, and I don't even remember doing any of it. Like, I don't remember doing any... Like, I don't remember getting the razor blades. I don't remember sitting down with them. I don't remember... I don't remember doing any of it at all. It just happened um it, it was like it was like doing something i don't want to be doing but i'm and like someone else was in control and all i could do was watch and the next thing i know i heard a knock at the door and it like like snapped me back like i was gone and then the knock like snapped me back to what was going on i was like oh fuck i have like i realized what was going on um and so I got up and I answered the door and I was almost as shocked as my girlfriend was when she saw what was what was going on like I like I me my like I was sitting there kind of like what the fuck you know she was like that but I mean I was like what the fuck is going on you know and we we ended up talking things out and I you know I reached out to my doctor's um, and I feel much better now, um, but one of the only things I remember is the the look on my girlfriend's face when she saw, and I know I don't ever want to see that again. I can promise it'll it'll never. I can't promise it'll never happen, but I can try to reach reach out before I get that bad. Like, and that's kind of like what happened here is like, I think because I was like. So this was the first time I'd had a manic episode in a very long time, and I think because it was such a, like, the first one, and it was an extreme one, not, like, to the extreme of, like, unmedicated mania, but it was an extreme medicated mania, if that makes sense to anybody. Um, And so, like, and, like, because because of that, like, I, I went... I had had a really high high, and when you have a high, you always come down and have a low, and I came, because I was so high, I, I went so low, and the thing is, is like, I've, I've had lows, I've had several lows, even medicated, like, I'm, I still feel lows all the time, manic, n- not so much, not like just a pure manic phase, I might have like a mixed phase where um, I'm low, but I'm like, a mixed phase is a weird fucking phase, man. And that's... I'll do, like, a whole other thing on that. Because mixed phases are just weird as shit. You know? Because you, your body feels like you're on fire. And, like, you can't sit still. But you don't want to move. Like, it's just... It's a whole fucking miserable experience. Um, but the point of it is that... Um, shit, I lost my point of it. Again. 
yeah so it, i guess what it really boils down to is that like i had such a high high that i ended up in a low low and i don't know i don't really know what else to say about it other than like i had these suicidal thoughts and it that was the first time i've had those even just experiencing the lows none of them have been this bad so i think it was because of the mania that it like dropped me into that kind of depression um which is i think one like i don't know why i snapped out of it like i don't know like what brought me back i mean because it seemed like i pretty much had it planned out you know what i mean like and and so like I don't know what it was. Whatever snapped me out of it and brought me out of it, thank you know I'm thankful for it. But now I understand that like I I need to have a support system in case I do start to feel that way. And and it, the thing is, it's one thing to have a support system. It's a completely different thing to use that support system. And I think that's what a lot of us are afraid of is to actually reach out because we're ashamed or we're scared that somebody's going to judge us or you know, we're scared to even admit it to ourselves, you know, or, you know, whatever the case is. And because of those things, we don't reach out and we don't seek help. And we end up in a worse position, a worse place than we were, you know, before we even started thinking about all this, you know. And so I think, I think getting a support system and reaching out to them consistently, make them a daily part of your life so that, you know so that there is they need to be consistent you need to have a consistent set of people that you can count on in case you ever you know go down that kind of road um, but then you need to have the, the wherewithal to actually call them um, I'm I'm fortunate enough to have enough people that care about me to make sure that I don't do anything stupid um, and I mean, I guess I'm just fortunate for that. I don't, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm talking too much at this point. So I don't really want to, I don't want to ramble and take away the meaning of this message, which is if you are struggling with suicidal thoughts, it's a very serious thing. Please take it very serious. Please reach out to somebody, anybody. You can reach out to me. I don't care. I will talk to anybody about anything because I don't want people to suffer. I have suffered for almost 36 years now, and I. one of the things that brings me joy is to do this podcast so that other people find some kind of help from it. So you're helping me, and that's all I want to do is, is help other people. So if you get something out of this, great. I hope it helped. Um, if not, then I hope you find peace somewhere else. And all you have to do is remember that you don't have to sit in the dark alone. <laughs>